0: Each year, more than 12 million people will hear the same three devastating words. You have cancer. I'm Lee Silverstein, a survivor of pediatric kidney cancer and stage four colon cancer. My amazing wife, Linda, has taught me that we have cancer because every one of us is affected by it in some way. Survivors, family, friends, and medical and support team members. And we all have a story worth telling. Welcome to We Have Cancer. Welcome to episode 148 of We Have Cancer. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope all of you are staying well and doing what you can to stay healthy during these unprecedented times. Last week, I was supposed to be traveling on vacation with my lovely wife, Linda, and my sister, Margie, and her husband, Norman, to New Orleans just for a little getaway during spring break, and obviously that got scrapped. And rather than canceling the vacation altogether, I turned it into a staycation and Hung out with Linda and caught up on that to-do list that we all have around the house. And I wound up being a pretty good week. And uh, the side benefit was because we thought we were going to be traveling, I got the okay from my oncologist to postpone chemo for a week. So instead of getting a week off of chemo, I got two weeks off. So I'm grateful for that and as i'm recording this today is uh, sunday march 29th this episode is going to go live on tuesday april 7th so tomorrow march 30th i'm going in for my first scan since restarting chemo uh, first of the year and Fingers crossed that uh, the results are positive. I'll get those results on Wednesday, which, oh, by the way, happens to be April Fool's Day. I don't know if that was the best choice of days to get the results of, of a scan. I'm going to insert your, little, your, your own punchline there if you'd like. And I wanted to share with you, too, as you know, if you followed us over the years, how important exercise is to me and i've made it a practice to go to the gym every morning before work well two things have happened i'm now working remote as is everybody else in my company and i don't know that i've shared on on this episode what i do for a full time job and without spending too much time on it i, I work for a global company called right management where I am VP of Consulting Services, and basically what I do is I work with managers and executives who've been outplaced, downsides, laid off, fired, pick your word, to give them the tools and the skills they need to help them get back to work. So I have the honor and privilege of helping people in my day job, and then through this podcast, hopefully helping people with that as well. So I'm working remote, and not only that, but the gyms are all closed. So the challenge was, well, how do I maintain my exercise regimen through all this? And I've done two things. Most mornings, Linda and I get up early and we take a 30 minute power walk around the neighborhood and watch the sunrise over a beautiful lake near our home. And then I went online through the advice and recommendation of our youngest son, Elliot, who said, well, dad, why don't you get some of those resistance bands? And I found a set of resistance bands on Amazon. Each band is Uh, corresponds with a weight so they go from 10 pounds to 50 pounds in terms of resistance and what you can do is you you drape this thing over a door and you close the door and you're able to do similar exercises like you would with weight machines rows and bench presses and bicep curls and triceps so if you're looking for a way to maintain your workout regimen while dealing with COVID-19 and being housebound you can order some of those resistance bands. There's some great videos on YouTubes of people who have uh, different routines that they use. And I found one that I liked and I'm getting a pretty good workout out of it. So something you might want to check out. My guest this week is Mike Willoughby. Mike is with a company that he founded called Molecular Photos. And their tagline is Real Cells, Real People, Uniquely Designed. And what Molecular Photos does is they take slides of your cancer tissue and turn it into beautiful artwork. And Mike was generous enough to provide one for me from my tissue, and as soon as I got it and unwrapped it, Linda and I looked at it and went, oh my god, this thing is beautiful. And we couldn't hang it up on our wall fast enough. And you may be wondering, you know, well, who would want to display something that's trying to kill you. And I kind of used it as a metaphor of finding the beauty in the challenge that we face. And it, I felt it kind of represented my life of, of trying to be positive and finding the good in this challenge that I've been battling for nine years. And one of the cool things that molecular photos does is they donate over 10% of the proceeds to various cancer organizations. So for me being a colorectal cancer patient, if someone purchased tissue, then those 10, those proceeds charity that Michael has aligned himself with is the colorectal cancer Alliance and Susan G. Komen for breast cancer and and various other cancer-related nonprofits. You can learn more by visiting their website at molecularphotos.com and following them online on all the standard social media platforms at Molecular Photos. So join me now for an interesting conversation with Mike Willoughby. Mike, welcome to the show. I really appreciate you making the time. And I have to start with a public thank you. I received my print of my molecular photo of of my tumor tissue and opened it up and it was just like a wow. My wife and I both were like, oh my goodness, look at this. This is really something special. And we couldn't get it up on the wall fast enough. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm I'm glad to help and glad to help spread the message with you as well.
0: So you've got a rather extensive background doing many different things related to healthcare. How did the idea come to you to do this?
1: Well, that's a, that's a good question. I've been in the healthcare industry my whole life and probably about 10 years ago I came up with this idea but it, it just took a little while to marinate and to in put into make go live. I had to had to test it a little bit, but I've been in and out of doctors' offices, hospitals, surgery centers, and all along I've just taken notice to what's what's on the walls, and I see the same old thing, and so. Basically, one day I was with a pathologist, and he was asking me to look down at the in the microscope. And he said, "Hey, there's something pretty cool. Have you ever seen this before?" And I looked at it, and I said, "Well, no. I don't, I'm a business guy. I don't. I don't really know what some of this stuff means, but it looked kind of cool." And I've always had this desire of try to figure out some sort of a healthcare company that ha- a give back component. And with all my experience in and out of doctors' offices and hospitals, when I and I saw that picture. I thought, not only do I not know much about all this molecularly, I bet the doctors don't and, and the general public do, doesn't. But can we make this this bad thing into something really cool? Because the sales looked really amazing. So I just gave it a try. I just uh, I had some graphic design, put some color to it all. I sent it to a friend of mine that's a physician. And I said, hey, would this be kind of cool to just hang on your wall. And he said, Hey, I'd love to get one of those right now. And that happened a while back, but it just took me a while to put in place.
0: Why was having something with a give back component important to you?
1: Well, in the laboratory field or in, in the medicine in general, sometimes you don't actually see the, the outcome of what you're trying to do in healthcare. I mean, you see results and you send them out through computers and all that, but you don't really see the outcome. And I thought this was a unique enough idea that if we could sort of fight cancer with artwork through its own cancer, it would create an ecosystem that had a give back component to, to fighting cancer in some of the disease states. So that piece was, was partificated by an auction just not too long ago where we donated Piece and it generated uh, quite a few dollars in in the auction, and they paid for over fifty mammograms. So I got to see it give back in a way that really touched my heart.
0: So tell us more about the specifics around the give back component to what you're doing with molecular photos.
1: So basically, we have molecular photos of all kinds of specialties, and we've recently formed partnerships with over ten organizations. You know colorectal cancer alliance being one of them. And these physicians all need to put artwork up in their office of some sort. So someone's going to be buying artwork somewhere for an office. And I wanted to make it clinically relevant to their practice. So anytime a doctor or even a consumer buys, there's a a 10% give back back to those associations. And it's all based on the purchaser, going through a drop-down list and picking who they'd like to make that donation to. We do have another 10% from the corporate side that we're working on as well that a lot of corporations have their own foundation they'd like to get back to as well. So if they elect to that, they could do that, but that's a total of 20. And then for the the consumers that really like what we're doing and want to participate, anytime... One of their, their prints gets sold and whatnot, they get a 5, 5% give back. So I'm just trying to create an ecosystem to where this artwork gets on the walls of all these different specialties. And frankly, it's happening in about 30% in the consumer side right now that each purchaser has the chance to allocate where they want their give back going to. Nothing's exclusive. Frankly, it could be, you know, anonymous, everything. So it's it's just, about building an ecosystem that could be here long past me being here.
0: And you've aligned yourself, like you said, with 10 organizations. Looks like they're pretty much all disease specific. So for example, if someone purchased a photo of, like mine, like a you know, colon cancer, colorectal cancer slide that the proceeds would go to the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. Correct. And if someone were to partner, give, a, give us just a couple of other uh, well-known organizations that, that folks might be familiar with.
1: Well, uh, Prostate Cancer Foundation. That's one of our, I would say that particular image is a very eye-catching image, the marquee image on that gallery. That's one of our, that's a very large nonprofit. Susan G. Coleman Foundation, the Skin Cancer Foundation, uh, Kidney, Kidney Care Association. So the list goes pretty deep. Um, mm-hmm. We're recently having some other different kind of nonprofits sign up too to to receive these allocations. A recent partnership with Previvor. I don't know if you know much about Previvor, but it's for women that elect to have a, a mastectomy, you know, without having the, with based on family history and other things like that, with probabilities they might be getting breast cancer. So it's starting to really catch on right now in terms of what what ecosystem I'm trying to build here.
0: So if someone decides, you know, wow, I'd like to have something made. Of like my story of my tissue. Take us through the process from beginning to end of how that all happens.
1: Well, uh, what I'm trying to do is softly approach that particular subject on the on our website because I know this is a sensitive issue. And so what we put on the far right-hand side of the website is a, a survivor art tab. And within that tab, there's the the mission of what we're trying to accomplish. In the middle of that tab is a couple of examples of what patients have already sent in. And there's an authorization form right there that they, they click and download that authorization form. And then there's two ways once that happens. They can actually send that authorization form to the pathology group of which they know where they got their biopsy, or they can actually email it directly to us at at infomolecularphotos.com and we'll hunt that down for them it's it's it is a a manual process the instructions are all on there but really what we're trying to do with the personalized images like as in yours we'll still we still got a little bit more work to do on yours but we want to we want to get everyone's story attached to the image in today's environment the story is, is, is just as com- is more compelling than anything. Where the star, the, the trials and tribulations that someone's went through, what they do to get better, what kind of drugs did they take that helped them, didn't help them, things like that. So the story is really compelling. And so as these, this gallery builds, you'll see on the bottom right-hand side of every image, a QR code so someone can actually see the story of that image.
0: And then how does it go from the slide to the frame, if you will?
1: Well, that's a a good question. So right now we've had centers send us the slide or upload the, the image to our site, one or the other. I got a team of graphic designers that on the personalized ones, we can colorize a little bit to their palette. The most important thing that we're trying to do with this image is keep the integrity of the image. Uh, you know, maybe a, a gastrophysician would know when he looked at your image, but you might not know what that is. You, you think it looks kind of cool and colorful and all that, but uh, someone would, that knows molecular cells will look at that image and go and know exactly what that is. So the the graphic designers try to keep the morphology of the nucleus of the cell intact, and then add colorization, and, and we can go you know two or three different renditions to make sure. I, I just want this the pieces to be perfect, absolute perfect. And uh, once once we we like what we settle on, it's a matter of getting it to our. We got a professional printer in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, or Scottsdale, Arizona where all the printing gets done and it drops ships right to their home or, or to your office.
0: Was there any concern that you would receive pushback, especially from patients like myself of kind of thought process, you know, this thing's trying to kill me. Why would I want to hang, hang a reminder on my wall to look at every day?
1: Well, that that's actually a really good question. Uh, that was probably one of the hardest things I had to come to grips with when deciding to launch the company and did a lot of monkey surveys, things like that. Um, The the reaction typically is, ooh, I'm not sure I, I like what you're doing. And then what happens is people think about it a little bit deeper and then understand it's more of an ecosystem that we're creating to help fight back these diseases. The very first purchase see we we launched in May of two thousand and nineteen on 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 the fifth of May and on the sixth of May was our first first purchase from uh, saw, somebody saw us on Instagram and I say somebody this, this lady saw us and yeah, she had stage four metastatic breast cancer. I asked her, I called her right away, what made her buy this image and she she said you know what i need, i wanted some motivation to see what i was fighting i really never looked at it in that way that people would 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 like it but she was our very first purchase we have purchases about 20 to 30% come from consumers and some of it resonating with them in that way of wanting to know what it is they're fighting or what they're going up against for some positive reinforcement on the physician side it's it's the reactions are actually pretty, very positive. It's, it's about, it's relevant to my practice. There's education involved when a patient walks by and I tell them what it is. Um, And it's a conversation starter for the most part, all, all around with a patient or doctors, but you, you're right. There is a, there is a potential negative reaction at first.
0: And I had that hesitation, but I would tell you when I, Opened the box yesterday and looked at it. My reaction was this, that it helped me see the beauty and the positivity in something so negative. And I looked at it, Mike, as a reflection on how I've lived my life the last nine years that I've been fighting my disease in that I have worked really hard to stay positive, you know, which sounds so cliche, but it truly is, and I tell people without hesitation that when I combine all the good things that have happened in my life in the last nine years versus my cancer, I do these nine years over again. And I looked at that photo, and it just hit me yesterday that it was s- uh, symbolic of how I live my life: finding the good in something bad.
1: Well, you're absolutely right.
0: And I wonder if you've heard if you've heard that before because that that was my reaction when I opened the box yesterday.
1: I've I've heard that you're now six or seven deep into the customization process of since we started. And that pretty much is the reaction every time I, I have two personal favorites. When I look at them, yours is one of them. I think my, my graphic designer did it just an awesome job. And then the other one is it's on the site as well. She had the same variant reaction and she's ductal carcinoma in situ. And Believe it or not, she says this looks like a Monet. And in I a way, the color, yeah, the color scheme has a little bit of flair to that to it. And the OBGYN that uh, had her, her her physician said the same thing. Hey, this looks a little bit like a Monet. And hmm. so the overall aura mantra is is super positive. It it does take a second. It takes a second and. I, I'm trying the best to make sure that the content is patient sensitive on anything we put out there. The hardest thing that we have to do is make sure that no one takes any offense to what we're doing.
0: Sure. And for our listeners, I will have a photo posted of my print with me standing next to it as an accompaniment to this post. And you can see it at wehavecancershow.com. You'll see it there. And really, maybe your reaction when you see it will say, looks like a Monet. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's your long-term goal for molecular photos? You know, you're not even a year in at this point, Mike. You know, where do you hope to see this thing go?
1: To be honest with you, I hope to. I'm 52 years old and I know I I retired once or I thought I was semi retired one time and I'm probably busier now than I've ever have. Uh, But I want to look up in two to five years and see where this has had impact all over the world. We've had two now, two purchases from medical facilities outside the u.s and we we've done some just limited social media marketing and whatnot i'm trying to figure out the right channels to be honest with you when you're when you're marketing a product like this but long term it's as it's already bringing joy to a something that i can see perpetuating long term to fighting disease I'm so blessed to see things having impact already, just like with that one image of breast cancer that raised $5,500 at a, a big pink giveaway. We know exactly what that image paid for, and it went to pain for mammograms. I, I want to I put all this stuff on the website and on our social media channels. What is our artwork doing to the community and what is it paying for? What is it doing with patient care? All that kind of stuff. So getting back to that first question is, you know, why, why did I do it? I think that's my goal long-term is to make, watch, it, watch it happen through the ecosystem.
0: All right. So if people want to check you out, Outside of your website at molecularphotos.com, where else can they find you online?
1: Uh, we've got Instagram, uh, you know, Molecular Photos right there. We've got our Facebook, we've got LinkedIn, and we got Twitter, and all that is 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 a process, as you know. And getting building that ecosystem is is really digital marketing is very very strategic nowadays. <laughs> Sure is. But the cool thing is, every one of our partners is putting us on their websites too. So you got Susan G. Coleman, you got Prostate Cancer Foundation, Skin Cancer Foundation, Kidney Cancer, where there's links from their site to ours. And so it's just a, a matter of time, I think, before every physician or medical leader in the company knows a little bit of what we're doing. We're talking to, I think I mentioned to you when when I talked to you one other time before that we're actually talking to some pharmaceutical companies that really are trying to support what we're doing. Not, they're not just trying to you know, push, push drugs into the doctor's office, but they want to do it in a way that is going to be beneficial too, and has some meaning behind it. You know, what our, our, one of our, our taglines is, you know, artwork with purpose and meaning behind it. So I think that's resonating with the corporate world.
0: Well, it certainly resonated with me and for our listeners, like I said, you know, you can check out my photo and you'll see the quality of of what we're talking about. This is top-notch work, uh, something that, you know, you, you'd be proud to have hanging in your home or your office. It is is so well done and, and I'm really, really impressed by what I've seen. Mike, again, I want to thank you for uh, not just personally for, you know, supporting the we have cancer podcast and promoting us on your site, and for the print that of my cell that you sent, cells that you sent me. But just for the work that you're doing to a raise awareness around these diseases, trying to find the positive and the negative, and more importantly than anything else, your focus on giving back and making a difference and trying to create this ecosystem, as you referred to it, and making a difference in the world when it comes to cancer. And I truly appreciate all the great work that you're
1: doing. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to just talking to you all the time.
0: I hope we can do that. Be well, my friend. Take care.
1: Right. Take care, now.
0: Thank you for listening to We Have Cancer. And thank you to our sponsor, the Colon Cancer Coalition, for your support. You can subscribe to We Have Cancer by visiting Apple Podcasts, google podcast stitcher radio or spotify and you can find us on social media by visiting our facebook page at we have cancer show and at we have cancer pod on both instagram and twitter we have cancer is a proud supporter of genie's blue angels providing financial support to those affected by colorectal cancer